Greetings, citizens, and welcome to Unknown. I'm Jason McClellan. I'm here with Mr. Shane Hurd and Mr. Ryan Sprague. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We'll be briefly discussing the recently announced TV series coming from To The Stars and History. But first, Shane, if you wouldn't mind, tell us about the event you attended last week to celebrate the 22nd anniversary of the famous Phoenix Lights UFO incident. Yeah, that was great. Um, I had been to it before, but not for the last two years. Okay. And I think what was notably different, they had um, like a, you know, extra large theater. I think it held like 300 people. But so many came, they had to open another theater. And they played like the movie portion in both places. Yeah. But in addition, they had like a panel of 10 people there after that they did in the main theater. And, um, you know, it was it was, you know, really well done. And I mean, a little chaotic, but just because there were so many people. But I mean, it just never ceases to amaze me how much attention that case still gets. And so many people. That's a good problem to have. And yeah, it's a good point, man. Twenty two years later and this thing is still, you know, it still generates interest. It still has a crowd of people who want to know more, still want to talk about it as they should, because it's this mass sighting that still isn't explained. And we still have so many questions about it, but thousands of people were a part of this thing. So, you know, I, I keep wondering how long Lynn is going to keep doing this event, but you Mm -hmm. know, like you, you just said, it's, an in-demand event. People want to go to something like this. They want to celebrate the anniversary of this incredible event from UFO history. Yeah. And and in addition, um, you know, new reports are still coming in, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, they had a couple of new witnesses and, and, um, they, they, uh, they produced this, uh, video that was like the most forensically accurate representation, you know, of the craft Mm. and, you know, they did some slick stuff there. So there's, there was an, another little movie along with it. And it was really well done. It was from a gentleman who had seen it in Prescott Valley. Nice. And uh, it was it was well done and, and so interesting. So, yeah, that's crazy, huh? That's really cool. And I'm so glad yeah. to hear that, that uh, you know, so many people turned out for this event that they spilled into a second theater. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interest is still there. I know whenever I talk to anyone um, who finds out that I research UFOs, they're always like, what is that thing that happened in Phoenix? <laughs> and that's like, it's one of those things. It's like Roswell and and uh, maybe Rendlesham if you're European. But um, yeah, it's always on. It's always in the zeitgeist. And that's so awesome that more and more people are are showing up for that chain. Yep, I loved it. Was good. So Maureen and I spoke at Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle last weekend, and that was so much fun. And, you know, this is something we've done a lot, um, speaking at these pop culture events. And I love it so much. I really do. I love the audiences who turn out to panels and lectures and discussions on our weird strange topics um, related to UFOs at these things because they're just they're so 
interested in these topics. Um, many of them have personal experiences or personal reasons for, for having that curiosity and, and wanting to hear more about it. But they just have this genuine interest in the topic. They are very attentive during the presentation and then always want to know more, want to, want to talk and discuss the topic more afterwards. So there's always never enough time, um, you know, allocated to these things because you have your hour or so to deliver the presentation. And then people immediately after want to talk to you and you have to sort of say, I, I'm sorry, I would love to hear what you have to say, but they're kicking yeah. us out now because there's another panel that has to come in. But we were in the fortunate and unusual situation this time. This hasn't happened before to where we were the final presentation on Friday night at Emerald City Comic Con. And so, and it was, you know, fairly early too. So it's kind of like, it seemed odd. We didn't know if it was going to be a good time or a bad time. Because this was, you know, my first time at Emerald City Comic Con. I didn't know how, how they worked, how their, their programming operated. So, I mean, typically at an event, I would think that like something that's happening at, you know, the six or seven o'clock hour on a Friday is a pretty sweet spot. Because, you know, with Comic-Cons, people, the hardcore people going to a Comic-Con are going to get their multi-day pass and be there for the entire thing. But then, like your locals and just everybody else, they have to work. And they're not necessarily going to take a day off work to go to Um, Mm Comic-Con. So when the evening rolls around and they get off work, that's when they'll go and check out the event. So, you know, Friday after work, that's really when the fun starts. And then of course they'll be there all day Saturday and into Sunday too sometimes, but Friday, Friday evening, the place was packed. And, you know, again, a UFO event at a comic con was standing room only. And that makes me so excited when I see that. It's amazing. You know, it's, it's a little sort of, I, I get a little nervous at first, but then I'm all now the awesomeness outweighs the nervousness. This is so cool. <laughs> so people are, are sitting there willing to, to stand and listen to you talk about UFOs. Um, it's just so much fun, man. Younger That's people awesome. too, you know, I mean, yes. Jason, you and I saw it, uh, Alien Con, yes. like just the sheer amount of younger people showing up to these yes. things now, like integrating that Comic Con feel and atmosphere. I, I, I think it's awesome. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're doing that Alien Con. That's like, that's not serious. I'm like, actually, if you go to a lot of the talks and lectures at these things, they're by highly intelligent people, you know, outside of the UFO field. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's great that that these things are filling up. It's, it's, it's the time for UFOs again. And it, it was, it's fun because you have like in these crowds, of course you have, you know, a handful of people in the audience who will be familiar with the, the cases or, or the people or the, you know, topics you're, you're discussing, but the majority of the, the room, this is all new to them, or they've just kind of casually heard about some of these things. So it's all new and exciting, but it's fun in this energetic sort of atmosphere where you'll mention something that like one person in the audience either has heard of or is familiar with, and they'll just let out a big, yeah, <laughs> to acknowledge like, hey, they're talking about something I know about. So, I mean, right. we, we talked about like Rendlesham and, you know, at the very mention of Rendlesham, we had one guy in the back go, woo! Rendlesham! <laughs> All right, we got a Rendlesham guy in the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's funny. always fun. And just uh, just always fascinating to hear like what what names, what topics, what cases are going to elicit that th- those types of responses. It's fun. Yeah. Well, I was thinking too that, you know, I'm kind of worried about 
the hardcore ufology and the fact that it's a lot older people. You know, when is this going to turn over and, and interest a lot of younger ones? So maybe this is, you know, this is the path. You, you know, you have this uh, energy and this fun spin on it, plus, uh, you know, people aren't already jaded. <laughs> and so <laughs> it, it not only fun to be there and do it, fun to speak at that, but, you know, it gives me a little hope that, you know, we're going to continue this whole ufology thing and get some young people involved so i don't think it's a bad thing mixing them up, up a little bit with um with the whole alien con thing yeah and i i think you make a good point there shane but i will uh in defense of of our our old old friends in the field um it was funny at alien con one of the most energetic and interested guys ryan had ryan and i had in one of our panels was this really old guy who was like sitting up front and we were talking about like young people and it's great to see so many young people in here. And, it, you know, we need to get more uh -huh. young people involved in the research and had to make step back and make that statement and say, you know, nothing, yeah. not, nothing against the, the old people. We love the old people. And the guy goes, <laughs> yeah. 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 We're still out there. <laughs> no, I just think of it in terms of passing the torch, you know, so that, that the work carries on. Totally, man. And I mean, even Jason, you and I, we're no spring chickens anymore either, you yeah. know? So, I mean, when you see like teenagers and 20-somethings yeah. uh, coming to these things and talking about this stuff, they're a hell of a lot smarter than I get. I ever gave them credit for. You know, maybe it is because I'm getting a little older and I'm like – thinking, oh, they're not looking into UFOs, but then they're, you know, they're right there with us. You know, they knew who Rupelt was. They knew what really? the, uh, you know, the Condit Committee was, you know, all these, all these buzzwords we use in ufology, mm -hmm. a lot of them knew what we were talking about. I remember at Pasadena Alien Con, this like 12 year old kid got up and he knew about, you know, uh, like Truman wanting to look into UFOs, which is crazy. Oh, to me. Wow, that's oh, awesome. Me and all of we just were like slack jawed when this kid got up to the mic and was like schooling us on UFOs. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's really cool to cool. see. And I, I do think a lot of it has to do with just the pervasiveness of this, um, you know, in, in with technology, social media, it's all over the place, but also, you know, mm -hmm. regardless of how you feel about the show itself, ancient aliens has had a tremendous effect on mm -hmm. the younger generation. You know, I, I've always assumed that this is a show that specifically, uh, caters to the older demographic, but go to an alien con, just saying, go to an yeah. alien con and you will get an entirely different picture painted for you about the demographic of this show. This show has reached so many millions of people and alien con shows you that it's incredible that that show has had such an impact on people's lives um, and done an incredible job, whether or not the information is good information or not, that's another discussion, but <laughs> you know, it is putting this information in front of mass amount of people mm -hmm. and you know, they're just eating it up. They love it and they want more and history's certainly going along for that ride. So let's get into our discussion about the new show coming from to the stars and history. We just heard about this on Tuesday, March 12th. History sent out a press release announcing a new nonfiction UFO series titled Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. So this show is going to be a six part series and it's a product of to the stars Academy of arts and science or TTSA for short, 
we talk about TTSA on this show with some frequency these days. But for those of you who haven't heard of TTSA, this is a group of former government and military personnel and scientists on a mission essentially to explore exotic science and materials with the ultimate purpose of changing the world. This show will reportedly feature Tom DeLong, who is the co-founder and current president of TTSA, Chris Mellon, who's a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense and Intelligence, and Luis Elizondo, who we've heard a lot about these days, and he headed the Pentagon's recently revealed Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Now, here's how history describes this series. DeLong, Elizondo, Mellon, and a trustworthy, connected team of investigators that includes retired program director for advanced systems at Lockheed Martin Skunk Works uh, and the aerospace division director for the To The Stars Academy, Steve Justice, renowned CIA researcher and quantum physicist and vice president of science and technology at To The Stars Academy, Hal Putoff, and retired senior intelligence service member of the Central Intelligence Agency and vice president of operations at To The Stars, Jim Simavan will break boundaries and perceived government taboo by disclosing information about efforts being made to change government policy surrounding these phenomena, as well as produce tangible evidence to build the most indisputable case for the existence and threat of UFOs ever assembled. Unidentified Inside America's UFO investigation will reveal newly authenticated evidence and footage interviews from eyewitnesses and former military personnel who have never spoken out before, and extensive breakthroughs in understanding the technology behind these unknown phenomena in our skies. So Tom DeLong in the press release states, with this show, the real conversation can finally begin. I'm thankful to history for giving to the Stars Academy team of world-class scientists, engineers, and intelligence experts the opportunity to tell the story in a comprehensive and compelling way. I think everyone that watches the show will walk away with questions answered and a feeling of, wow, I get it now. Unidentified Inside America's UFO investigation will reportedly, quote, expose a series of startling encounters and embark on fascinating new investigations that will urge the public to ask questions and look for answers, end quote. So really all we know about when the show is coming is sometime in May. There is no official release date and, you know, May is right around the corner. So they'll need to figure that out soon. But I even reached out to the publicity person who issued the press release and they don't even know when the release date's going to be. So we'll just have to wait and see like everybody else. But, uh, you know, along with the press release, they put out a, very brief trailer showing a little bit of this show. You get a sense of, well, not really much. So no. <laughs> Ryan, what, 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 what did you think when you uh, read the press release and saw the trailer for this new show? Honestly, man, it's, it's kind of, it's what TTSA is known for They're, They tease a lot and uh, you just have to wait and see and be patient. I mean, um, you know, it's cool to see Elizondo so passionate in the trailer. I wish they'd showed DeLong. That's what I'm looking forward to. If he's actually in this show, I want to see DeLong's passion and excitement for UFOs. Yeah. I want to see that like on camera because he's been 
he's been, I, I would assume, put in the background um, for for obvious reasons. His early interviews were, yeah, we won't go there. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Tom DeLonge be a part of this and what he thinks of all of it. And um, and I'm hoping that we'll finally get some new videos. I mean, I'm sure some of these episodes will involve the videos we've already seen, gimbal footage and the, the Nimitz encounter. But um, hopefully we're going to get some new stuff with this series. I, I hope. I mean, judging on the press release, Tom will be in it. And I agree with you. I would really like for people to see that. And, you know, this is a, I guess, a, a, a good way for Tom and his passion to be presented to the world because this is a nice, polished, edited, edited. <laughs> <laughs> TV yeah, show. So Keyword, it's, it's yeah. going to be good. And, you know, I, I don't fault Tom. He, he is incredibly passionate about this topic. And when he talks about it, that comes through. He gets really excited, really animated, and just kind of goes off. So I think having this be... Uh, you know, a produced show sort of being able to to edit that down and and, and reel them in a little bit is going to be beneficial to really convey that uh, that excitement and passion appropriately. Yeah, you know what's also interesting? The word "trustworthy" in the press release that mm-hmm. it's it's fascinating that they would put that in there. You know, I mean, I a lot of us don't quote unquote trust the government so when we hear about these intelligence people being involved in the show i found it really interesting that they they use that word trustworthy in the official press release little odd it's a little odd i i noticed that too plus um one of their statements was the perceived government taboo on you know ufos i mean I think it's more than just perceived. It's a pretty proven fact that there's a taboo on UFOs in the government. So kind of interesting the way they worded that. And, you know, maybe this is part of this show and this angle is how, you know, they're going to they're making efforts to change government policy, you know, and and that's kind of um, nothing you've really ever seen in any UFO show. So, I mean, the nature of this and what they do, what they have to work with should produce a different kind of show. You know, it's not mm-hmm. UFO hunters, not hangar one. I mean, I'll be really interested in what the look and feel of this is. Yeah. And yeah. It, it is, I, I think you're, you're both right. It is very curious and it is, I think, important to look at the intentional wording used in the press release. I mean, you don't need to go nuts with it, but you should pay attention to how things are worded. Um, it's, Again, first of all, this show, for anybody who follows uh, the developments of To the Stars and To the Stars Academy, this show shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. We've been essentially told about this show for some time now, and mm-hmm. it, it seems to incorporate many of the, the elements that To the Stars Academy has told us they've been working on. So it's got all these things set up for us that we've been um, told about and been waiting for. So it will be great to see it finally come to fruition. Something else that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who is familiar with To the Stars Academy is that it is very pro-government and pro-military. And that's something that, you know, Tom is firmly behind, you know, being very supportive of our military and our government and, you know, believing that they're not the bad guys in this whole UFO thing. 
Totally. I'm, I'm reading Secret Machines for the first time right mm-hmm. now. And if that's not a, you know, an obvious pro-military thing, I don't know what is. So, well, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you can see yeah. that. And, you know, conspiracy people can have a field day with this. And people who, you know, have just dismissed to the Stars Academy outright, you know, can have a field day with this too, you know, with their theories that they're just a front for disinformation. Um, you know, this whole in, in bed with the, the government and in the, the military. Um, I mean, just look at the the newest merchandise released by Tom's band Angels and Airwaves. You know, it's it's military <laughs> themed, right? It's literally so, military. themed. Absolutely. Yeah. So, wow. No, conspiracy people could have a field day with this stuff. But I don't think people should read that much into it. But yeah, it I mean, is interesting and- that, you know, there is sort of. Everything seemingly thrown into this show from trying to change government policy to testing evidence to showing photos to having new government testimony. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of a hodgepodge of everything from UFOs and, and certainly things that have been done in the past. You know, mm-hmm. these are all things in, in sort of pieces from this project and pieces from that project, all kind of coming together in this one project. That is, I will remind you, only six episodes. So yeah. right, it will be right. interesting to see how all of this gets slammed into six episodes. Well, it, you know, it reminds me of. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Shane. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it reminds me of Project Blue Book. Like, they don't know if they're going to get another shot at no, this. No, that's a good point. You know, so maybe history will cancel it, it. Or, yeah. or whatnot. So, you know, throw the baby in with the bathwater now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they can condense all this stuff that they've done and plan to do in six episodes. That's crazy to me. One of the things I noticed, too, was they commented on in the press release that they were going to – uh, try and help understand the extensive breakthroughs in the technology of UFOs. And that, that kind of reminds me of, you know, the TTSA's state of purpose in the beginning, that, you know, how they wanted to, you know, try and figure out that technology and apply it in some way, like they were going to build that craft, for mm-hmm. example. So that's kind of interesting and different that no one else has really done, you know, an ex, you know, an extensive attempt to understand the technology, you know, apart from, you know, who is it and why are they here? But, hey, let's let's get the thing that we do have in our hot little hands, you know, uh, the evidence video, whatever it may be, and, you know, try and figure out how these things work. So. You know, I'm in the engineering field and I kind of love that, you know, just I'm always so curious. How do things work, you know, and, you know, can we figure this out and replicate it or whatever? So I'm kind of looking forward to that edge or spinning it if they do include it. Right. And a lot of people think that uh, that's what ATIP was created for in the first place. You know, it wasn't to look yeah. for aliens or or even UFOs. It was to, you know, take the evidence we have of uh, aerial threats and try to replicate the technology we're seeing. So this is literally like a tip on TV. It, it No, it is. That's exactly what I thought too. This, all the thing, I, I think they had like eight stated purposes throughout that thing I counted. And you can almost just tick, tick the boxes off as right. though that's a tip. 
You know, that's cool. So yeah. yeah, that is cool. Yeah, it'll be fun to see what comes of all of this. I think no matter what the show looks like, it's going to have good information, and you know, we'll finally see the I, I think very hard and, and worthwhile work that To the Stars Academy is doing. I will say that the most peculiar thing I noticed in the press release was the name of the show. And this Mm. is the only show I've ever seen displayed or written out where they have the title of the show listed as trademark. Oh, the name of the show was typed out with unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation, TM. TM. That, uh-huh. It's that like is a just not good trying to. Uh, that is just not done. It's not you know how yeah. things are done with, with names of shows and press releases. Never do that. So seeing that, like just reading the press release, it was very jarring. I was like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know you could like do that. I mean, I know you can you can trademark anything if you really want to, but the title of a TV show, it's interesting. And I mean, it sort of goes without saying, and certainly the copyright too, but uh, yeah, to to visually display the TM right there after every mention of the title was kind of strange. Blah. Yeah, I don't like that. They got to get rid of that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I hope they don't efforts. show that like on the screen, like in the title card too and everything. Like, TM. <laughs> Yeah, I own this. <laughs> well, I what of these hundred different elements of this show are you guys looking forward to the most? For me, it's definitely uh, the Adam Project. Yeah. That thing has been stagnant for a while now, and uh, we haven't really heard a lot about what's going on with that. These materials that they're testing, and you know, having just done that myself and being so dumb about it like i i know nothing about how to properly test things i assumed that the people i was working with were doing it right so i want to see how they do it i want to see what they come up with and they have said that they've found some extremely like revolutionary stuff so yeah we'll see what happens let me just throw out a wild question here just for the sake of conversation you both mentioned that, you know, reading this, it sounds like essentially a tip on TV. What are your thoughts about the possibility that this could actually be a part of a tip? Hmm. That's, well, that's mean, a it, good, that's a good question. Yeah. Go ahead, James. I mean, TTSA in itself, I mean, is a composite of, you know, entertainment, science and intelligence. Mm-hmm. So it would not be unreasonable to assume that this is really part of that model. And, and in fact, I, I kind of look forward to it. If in fact, this TV show ends up being sort of a, you know, the process by which a tip works and, you know, how you, you start with evidence, how they analyze that evidence. And then, you know, ultimately the, the conclusions that they make, you know, almost like, um, you know, almost like an investigation, you know, A to Z. I mean, I don't know if it's going to end up being that, but I would be interested to see that. You know, how does it's like a sneak peek into how does a government UFO program really work? Right. We just we are all familiar with Blue Book, but but, you know, we know that was largely, a you know, a, a public relations effort more than a scientific study. So mm-hmm. if it ends up being that, that'd be fine by me. I'd be quite interested to see how it works. Yeah. Jason, do you mean like, I mean, like it is 
ATIP, like officially, it is a gov- part of the government's project. Right. Because, because, they have because been what, what Elizondo has been, been telling us is that, right. you know, officially still 2012, going. it ended, but nudge, nudge, wink, wink, it still continues. This, yeah, that's a really good point. This could be it. And, uh, you know, and the public, you know, being the ones who invested in this company, we now are in on the project, which is really cool if that's the case i think you know finally we're we're part of it you know it was secret when it was in the pentagon now it's open to the public but elizondo is going to take like you said take those components of a tip and now do it for all of us you know through entertainment and mainstream media so yeah i'm all for it let's do it yeah maybe yeah, that's I, what Delong was talking about when where do we'll i say, get oh my wow now check. i get it yeah yeah. Yeah. No, it, it certainly could be. It's interesting. And, and, you know, all this is, is fun and exciting just to kind of sit back and observe and see how it all unfolds. Um, and it's certainly giving us given us plenty to talk talk about um, as we watch all of this. Um, and I, I just think I do believe that a lot of these efforts are helping to move things forward. Um, certainly, you know, every little bit helps and not everybody has to support 100 percent anything that any of us do. Right. But I do hope people give it a fair shake and, and watch the show when it comes out and then they can support or badmouth all they want after seeing what actually is produced. But I think it will be cool to see some stuff actually produced. And like you said about the Adam project, Ryan, I think, I think we talked about that when it was announced initially and, and to us, it sounded like that was essentially created for the purpose of being a TV show. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like that may be actually the case. I mm-hmm. hope so, man. I hope so. I can't wait. And, you know, all the naysayers of To the Stars and everything, you know they're still going to watch it. It's the same with Blue Book. All these people yeah. who poo-pooed <laughs> Blue Book, they were watching the oh, show. Oh, yeah, you can't Don't rip on it unless like you, you watch it. People. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's to break it down and destroy it. Like, you were still watching it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super stoked. I can't wait for May. I know. I'm super excited too. And hopefully more information comes out about it soon. So we know exactly when May, but all we can say right now is look for it in May. So <laughs> Awesome. Well, citizens, as we wrap up this episode, we invite you to come join us in the Rogue Planet Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Rogue Planet and let us know what your thoughts are about the upcoming UFO show from TTSA or anything else UFO related that's on your mind. Just a quick reminder that Ryan Sprague and I will be speaking at AlienCon in Los Angeles, California, June 21st through the 23rd. We'll have more details about that soon. For now, check out thealiencon.com for details. And Shane and I will be in Laughlin, Nevada this weekend on March 30th for UFO Megacon. We hope to see some of you there. For all the information about UFO Megacon, just go to, where else? UFOmegacon.com. You can find more episodes of Unknown on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and yes, even YouTube. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider so you're notified when we publish new episodes. And if you haven't done it already, do us a big favor and take a minute to rate and review Unknown on your favorite podcast platform. You can always find this show at RoguePlanet.tv because Unknown is a Rogue Planet production. RoguePlanet.tv is your home for all the strange. Big thanks to our talented friend and fellow Rogue Planeteer, Caleb Hanks, for the show's intro and outro music. Check out all his work at TheClerkChronicles.com. Thanks again for hanging out with us today. I'm Jason McClellan. I'm Ryan Sprick. And I'm Shane Hurd. Do us a favor, friends. 
Always treat the UFO subject with the cautious and responsible skepticism it deserves. Question everything. Have the courage to form your own opinions. Keep truth as the focus of your quest, even if the truth conflicts with your opinions. And, of course, stay strange. Stay strange.